Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're talking about episode eight, uh, and boy, oh boy, was this an exciting episode. I think of all of She-Hulk so far, this has to be my favorite episode. Um, before we get too far into our first thoughts, um, this is a reminder because we haven't had anyone guess yet on... <laughs> the uh the riddle that we gave so there's still time uh i'll give it till the end of the day on friday which would be today for you listeners um so if you want to a chance to win the zombie morbius pop uh listen to last last week's episode where we have the riddle and if you solve the riddle then whoever solves it first they're gonna win so and if nobody solves it or nobody gets it, then we'll double down. And in two weeks, we'll do another giveaway. But this time, it'll be the Zombie Morbius pop and another pop. And so we'll make a more difficult riddle, but someone will win two pops mm. instead of one. So Interesting. Yeah. Stakes are there. Fun exactly. fact, there is a video you can find if you're into DC where... Uh, I can't, I'm probably going to butcher his name. Barry Keegan, I think that's how you say his name or whatever. Anyway, yeah. he auditioned to play the Riddler originally. Like <laughs> really? he really wanted, he really wanted to be the Riddler, but uh, lost that. But he is another character within that. So if you have not seen the Batman, go watch it. Cool. Well, all right, let's get into, uh, let's get into this episode. First thoughts for episode eight. Such a fun title. I mean, I feel like the title just says it all, but because <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it's just like, I'm just going to wait for some kind of moment tonight when like my kids do something and I'm just going to like say that title and everyone's going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's things in this episode that I think probably a bigger deal than because this is a big episode. I mean, essentially this is like 
this is the one we've been waiting for. Why haven't we gotten this the past seven episodes? Give us more. But I think there's still a lot to unpack in this episode. It's fun. Definitely. Definitely. How about you, Elisa? Yeah, I did not take a single solitary note during this episode because I was too delighted with what I saw to stop and write stuff down. <laughs> like, last week was my favorite episode up until then. This week is even better. Like, as much fun as I had watching the therapy bros help Jen through her crisis, this week with the stupid villain, the awesome daredevil interactions, and this, like, gut punch ending, like, this is just... Perfect. Everything coming together as it should. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Uh, I, as soon as this episode started, I was like, this is going to be the episode for me because it's, it's (laughs) all I wanted. Like all I wanted from She-Hulk was these like funny, maybe not one-off. Like I like, I want the overarching story, but I'm fine with it being like these one-off like, law issues legal issues that she's dealing with with all of these people with superpowers and this one not only did she do that but it like led into the bigger story for the episode where i feel like the other so far the other ones have kind of almost been like secondary like the legal issue in the episode is like a secondary story but there's a main story going on whereas this one it's like the secondary story of the legal issue was like intertwined with the main story of meeting Daredevil and kind of dealing with the fact that she can be a lawyer and be She-Hulk as opposed to now where she's like the lawyer She-Hulk. So that's, I, I was blown away when immediately I was like, yes, it's going to be <laughs> a, like a law story about Frogman. <laughs> And his exploits. <laughs> uh, it was one thing that I meant to look up and I didn't get around to. Um, whether Leapfrog is a villain in the comics? Yes, he's a daredevil villain. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Nerdist. <laughs> I I was like, I know that he's a character, but I was, I forgot to look that up. Um, I thought that having Leapfrog be introduced as like a person with a powered suit, essentially, and then learning that his suit was made by the tailor, it's like, oh, okay. So now we're getting we're getting into this more like masked vigilante. They could pop up more often. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a kind of a clever way. I mean, that was basically a very smart way to bring Murdoch in. Mm-hmm. You know, in the comics, like uh, Leapfrog is actually like, I guess, pretty smart, and he did it all himself. So, kind of pivoting that to this fashion designer, mm-hmm. extremely clever. But then it's like, of course, it's like they're changing the character of Leapfrog because he's just kind of like this this bro guy, like right. He's an idiot. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, essentially, yeah. He's like not that clever. Like, come on, like you're gonna put jet fuel in like <laughs> rockets that are on your feet. 
<laughs> no. Come on. They never did explain what the direction said to use. I was waiting for that, but then I was like, I don't know, maybe it's like a weird legal issue where they don't want to tell like, people. <laughs> they would have been clever if like they're just kind of sitting there and then like Luke Jacobson like just pulls out like some big boot and starts thumbing through it and he's like, Here we go, like here's the suit I made, when I made it, here's mm-hmm. the instructions, like <laughs> keeps like a record of it. You'd think he would have to as well. I mean, he's building super suits. Right. Like just think of what he asked in the past episode. Like, do you need? Do you want weapons? Do you want this? Does this need to be like right? How many has he made before? <laughs> like, yeah, is he still new enough that he's only made you know twenty or thirty, and maybe he can remember them? I mean, look, he's saying my work is impeccable. My work speaks for itself. That tells me like he's got to be the OG, or mm. maybe there's one other person that taught him everything. Right. I, I mean, he's. <laughs> We're getting like yeah, right. stark vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's got the glasses. I mean, the suit essentially has like rocket boots, sort of similar. It was like a cross between Iron Man and you uh, know Star Lord, right? It's like I wonder if uh, Tony outsourced him because he's like, "Hey, I'm working on some nanotech, but I need something that it will like play nice with." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, yeah, because yeah, he's always wearing like a suit that turns into an Iron Man suit. So it's like I get that he well, he's designs, wearing like, yeah, well, like, in, you know, Infinity War, he's wearing like a track suit, like, right? Just yeah, like a yeah, he's got the tech, but I'm maybe this guy is his stylist. He's got the fabric, yeah, right. <laughs> um, he's well, got the sewing machine. <laughs> we, it's something that we've looked forward to all season. I do feel like. It is exactly what I thought it was going to be, where it was. it's just this one episode. But we get Matt Murdock. Not only do we get Matt Murdock, the lawyer, uh, at first, but then we get new suit Daredevil. And I had to write down a note that Jen made fun of him for the colors he chose <laughs> for his new suit and called him the Golden Devil. And I was like... Oh, this is really funny. And then when he says, I'm Daredevil, she was like, okay. <laughs> and so it's just funny to think that, I don't know if that's just like a joke because we don't have Daredevil yet, right? In, mm-hmm. the, in the MCU. So like nobody knows who he is or it's it just like he's not a big enough hero that yeah. like they know it's gotta be him. like a coastal thing right it's like superheroes that are out on the beaches of california probably don't know the ones saving hill's kitchen <laughs> <laughs> right Boy. but then they're but like i don't i mean the avengers is like a whole other thing because yeah. right now it's really only the core avengers that we've seen but obviously in the comics the Avengers span like a huge roster. Um, So neither one of them is technically an Avenger yet. I don't know how that is going to like pan out for future Marvel stuff. If we're going to get like somebody coming and officially forming a team of Avengers, or if it's going to be more like we're introduced to all these new characters and they just happen to work together in the future and the movie will be called Avengers, but they're never like officially sanctioned as Avengers. Come on now. 
it's the opportunity where Chris Evans is going to come back, <laughs> standing ovation for like 10 minutes to not be able to hear him say Avengers Assemble. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll happen. Uh, <laughs> well, when we see um, the new suit reveal, we also get the She-Hulk suit reveal. Yep. And boy, oh boy, on She-Hulk, it looks awesome. And when Jen reverts to Jen, it looks like a high school wrestling uniform. <laughs> and also, the colors go away. Hmm. I don't know yeah, if that's... I feel like I kind of noticed that. Uh, again, this this is a fun episode. I definitely want to go back and rewatch mm. it. But yeah, it's like... And I, the whole like setup for that just felt like a nod to like the older, like cheesy super, like mm-hmm. grabbing, you know, just kind of like those really quick shots of like, makes me <laughs> think of like, I really, it was kind of, you know, you think of like Batman and Robin and like when they, you know, the more cheesier, right. like Adam West stuff, like yeah. Superman changing zip, in the phone booth. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was really strange when, when she changed back. And at first I thought maybe it was just for a scene or two. But then I noticed it was every time it was just Jen in the suit. The suit is like black and off-white. Hmm. But like the collar and everything. But then when it's She-Hulk, the collar is purple. The like mm-hmm. trim is purple. The suit looks a little bit more bluish, purplish, blackish. It's like a more of like a shimmer to it. I don't know. It was, yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose or if it was just they couldn't quite get the coloring on the CG version to match the coloring on the hmm. real life version. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Luke did it on purpose because he wanted She-Hulk to be special mm-hmm. uh, and then just left Jen with kind of what was left. <laughs> yeah, maybe the colors only appear when the fabric stretches and you know it's funny because that's kind of like an ongoing theme within this episode it's like you could think of it in a way of trying to make it change it's almost like the is the dress blue or gold Mm -hmm. like image right but it's kind of like if it looks different enough people may not think that like oh she's she hulk but then like the whole joke in this episode is like there's you've told people people know like there's no hiding it (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's said multiple times in this episode yeah. <laughs> that like Matt Murdock wants to keep his identity a secret, and Jen and She-Hulk are out there for everybody. Um, the only other thing that I want to point out, and it's not a complaint, it's more just something I thought was funny, and you should go back and watch it, is um, let me... Is Charlie Cox, he's British. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are multiple times when he and Jen are discussing how to break into the lily pad mm-hmm. where he slips out of his American accent. It's not super like in your face. It's not for like whole sentences. It's just for words. But boy, oh boy, when it happens, it immediately caught me. And I was like, oh, 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 he lost his accent. What happened? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it only happens a couple times and only happens in that scene. 
So mm-hmm. that's just something fun to look for when you're watching the episode. I missed that <laughs> altogether. So I definitely want to go back and try to catch that. Yeah. yeah. When they're on the roof, when they're talking. Okay. Just, just pay attention. I have always heard that it's very, very hard for a non-American person to do an American accent. And I can imagine that, especially because uh, it was pointed out to me in college that we actually say the word not, sorry, I'm going to try to say, say this not like a country person. Okay. I, <laughs> not ah, uh, I, differently than British people do because they don't have that little stop in their throat before they say it. So we almost have to pretend like we're saying H before we say I to sound like a British person. And it's hard for them to recreate that. Ah. And that's just one of the many, many things that makes it so difficult for somebody who's not from here to sound like they are from here. Right. Hmm. I can imagine it. I mean, I can't even, you know, it amazes me when we have like American actors that are in British things and they have a British accent the whole time. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, man, like just the... The ability to like hold that accent through yeah. and it was really funny because it, it it happened in times that it almost felt like maybe charlie cox was just like comfortable on set and they <laughs> were just like having a moment because like the whole it happens when they're you know they're talking about the difference between henchmen and goons and then <laughs> she's telling him like i'm not gonna wait around while you take care of all these goons and he's like you got the math wrong. It's so it's like it's a, like a lighthearted moment. So I genu- mm-hmm. genuinely think that like maybe he was just having fun in the moment. And they were just bobbing. Yeah, just sort of slipped yeah. out a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely impressive, especially like as I have just proven, I can't even sound like I'm from a different part of America. <laughs> oh, and that reminds me, I've been meaning to apologize. I told the boys for like two weeks. I've been meaning to apologize for the way I say Jen. <laughs> I know it's wrong. I know that it's Jen. Jen? <laughs> I know that's a short E. I can't say it, okay? <laughs> I pronounce it like the alcoholic beverage, Jen. <laughs> and okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. A- aviation, please sponsor us. Yeah. Come on, Ryan. Ryan, come on. Ryan. But it's in Deadpool 3. Yes. Um, Ryan. <laughs> speaking of, well, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so I want to go back to talking about uh, leapfrog for a moment because not only is leapfrog like a vigilante let's call him in this because that's what he thinks he is but he also has a hideout that has a neon sign above it pointing out <laughs> oh, where it is and his hideout is wild it's huge and he has a bunch of goons which we learn are goons not henchmen because henchmen believe in the cause goons are in it for the money uh, so it's just like what is happening? Well, I'm trying to look up this character's name real quick. Um, oh my goodness, sorry. Uh, okay, it's I don't even know if he has a real if he had a name or something. If you've seen Peacemaker on HBO. Mm-hmm. There's like one of his like friends, which is like this vigilante. It's like the same vibes. Like it was just crazy. Like the kind of vibes I got from it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think his, I think his name is vigilante. (laughs) I think that's what it is. But anyway. um, Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. His, his sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Very kind of over the top, but it just kind of felt like the same vibe. Oh, definitely. And then it's also funny that he like 
he he basically like forces all of his goons to agree to be a part of this frog based group. He wants to call them the Leap Squad. He calls <laughs> he calls the goons the tadpoles. Um and then they also all instead of guns, they all carry like dart guns, which I assume have like poison tipped darts because that's something that he wants to be added to mm-hmm. his new suit. So I was just yeah. like, what what is happening? Like <laughs> That's commitment. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. That is straight up commitment to the character. Like, you've got all of this money. Can (laughs) basically buy or build anything you want. And you're going to go with frogs. (laughs) I love that he is basically... Like, if Tony Stark was still really rich, but he was also really dumb. Yeah, and so he's having to outsource all of his smartness, <laughs> and he's like, "I do want to save the world, but also I want a lot of attention." Yeah, bless his heart. I love. Okay, I'm still like, I love that his car is green. Yeah, but it was still drivable after She Hulk like uses her body to stop it. Like, <laughs> how is she able to control like everything? I don't. It just feels like that engine would have been trashed and he would have had to like hop home (laughs) well a lot of uh a lot of um those like really small sports cars uh, Mm -hmm. will have the engine in the back in the back yeah yeah so that's a possible explanation but i thought that too when he 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 just like sped away i was like oh but he just like ran full force into shield we did get some maybe bigger things in this episode um one that we kind of already knew but it was just you know they brought it up again uh sokovia accords have been repealed Mm -hmm. that's something that's brought up uh, when they're talking about she hulk is trying to get access to everyone that has ever had a super suit made for them uh, Mm -hmm. so that they could potentially find out if anyone else's suit messes up um and matt says whoa whoa you can't do that. Sokovia Accords have been repealed. So, good news for superheroes trying to keep their identity secret. Um, going forward, I don't know if we're going to ever get another Civil War. Uh, in the comics, there is a Civil War too. Hmm. It's not 100% the same, like the reasoning why. Um but there is another split between how people think superheroes should be. Um, so I don't know if we'll ever get that again, and I don't know if the Sokovia Accords will ever come up again, but it's just one of those things that like ties this back into the MCU. Um, Love it, though. We, we also get uh, Todd, the creepy guy, is back. And he has bid on and won a spear, a Wakandan war spear, um, and then is in a little bit of hot water because he says they want it back. I assume he means Wakanda wants it back. Yeah. Um, because it was stolen by colonizers, and he says, no, I have the receipts. He also is a like just a all-around not great human being in the whole scene uh, <laughs> that he is in. Um, 
but I don't know if this is going to come back. I don't know if this will be addressed in Wakanda Forever. And that comes out next month. So right around the corner. Um, Buy tickets now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if this is like something that is leading to Wakanda Forever. Um, I would assume that the it, spear is vibranium. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they're made of vibranium. And it's a weapon that could possibly hurt a Hulk. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is will we see this weapon in the finale or will this get, like you said, will this get brought up again? I feel like it's going to get brought up again in some way. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm just kind of like, I, f- I just feel like a million dollars is really cheap for it. I figured oh, it would have went for 100%. more. A hundred percent. I thought that too. <laughs> when he was like a million dollars, I was, I was like, like, was no one else at this auction? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like th- those things would sell for like, hundred million <laughs> right i mean think about how how hard it was for claw to get just yeah. like vibranium out of wakanda this is like a already put together war spear for right. Wakanda. like why wouldn't know. a government be buying it exactly right? exactly <laughs> so yeah I, I would expect this to get brought up again i'm also very curious on this character like he's just creepy yeah, yeah. I, I i just he's gonna come he back a, for sure is he the villain is he kind of got does he have plans or is he just weird it's I possible i mean when we feel s- smart enough i see i agree but i think that it may be an act yeah. because when we see the uh the i wanted to call them the illuminati the mm-hmm. um dang what are they called they're the intelligentsia. 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 Um, when we see the two people in the masks on the screen at the end, one of them has a little bit longer hair. And so I was kind see, of... I was wondering if it was him, maybe. Or yeah. he's just funding it. Like, clearly he's got so much money. He's Maybe he's funding it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm trying to think of like who he could potentially be. Like he could be somebody. Yeah. Scroll. Maybe Todd is a fake name. Yeah. I don't know. Exciting times. Um as yeah. far as like fun nods to stuff, because there's some bigger stuff that happens uh like <laughs> at the odd sort of tail end of this episode where <laughs> the episode Jen even points out to us as the audience that the episode should end, but the episode continues. So there's some stuff that happens there. But before we get there, uh, there are a couple nods to Daredevil, the Netflix series. Um, while Matt Murdock is chatting, you can hear the theme song from the Netflix Daredevil series playing in the background. Um, they I also... think they use another tune like from... Don't they? From what? Oh, I thought they used like a, another Daredevil tune as well. But oh, they may have from the Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> maybe it's been a hot minute since I've seen that, so maybe. Uh, there's Sorry, also like a homage to the hallway scene um, oh from the Netflix Daredevil series. Yeah. Um, I wrote down because I was so excited because this is the one thing that I don't like about daredevil stuff in the comics he's always flinging his little batons around mm-hmm. turning them into staffs turning them into whips doing all kinds of crazy stuff with them bouncing them off stuff and i feel like in the shows and the series we never get that it's always just like he's just beating people up he uses them but he just uses them yeah. kind of like clubs it's either like busting a light or distraction right but in this scene Man. He uses them, and Ooh. he bounces them off the wall. He hits people with them. He fl- flings them. He does seem to have like, you know, he has two, and then all of a sudden he throws two, but then he's still got two in his leg, and it was like, mm-hmm. where those two come from? Weren't those the two that you had? So that was kind of weird, but it was cool because he snaps them together. He uses mm-hmm. them like a whip at one point. It was, man, that's all I want from Daredevil stuff. Keep the cool Daredevil flinging yeah. his staffs around. Um, I'm a little sad like other like Foggy wasn't mentioned or anything like that it seemed like he was kind of tiptoeing around so much of that mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know I I wanted a little bit more there well Foggy's uh, working on rebuilding the hockey rink for (laughs) game changers if anyone started that spoiler (laughs) I was going to watch that thanks uh yeah i i thought it was weird that we're not getting more but but i guess they haven't really said like what all is coming from daredevil yeah other than obviously charlie and Mm -hmm. vincent d'onofrio um but we have seen foggy and other things so he's Mm -hmm. here yeah. He's somewhere. I don't know if he like if if we're supposed to 
base anything off of the Netflix series. So, like, maybe he and Matt aren't on speaking terms still, and there's some sort of know. contention going on there. I don't know. Uh, but I, Yeah. I stopped early on in season two, but now I kind of want to go pick it back up and <laughs> work my way through again. Well, yeah, we're getting there. That's, I've only uh, seen season three once, so it'd be good to revisit that. I will definitely have to do a watch of it before uh, mm-hmm. the Daredevil series comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, one more thing I missed in Leapfrog's Lair. He not only has a video game, uh, but he also has a signal light, much like Batman. Uh, I thought that that was funny. It's just like, why does he need a signal light? Like, who's throwing up the frog light? <laughs> this whole episode, it felt like a lot of homage to Batman. I mean, the first time you see Daredevil, he's like on top of his uh, Frogman's car. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Like, that whole moment felt very Batman-esque. Right. In in, I mean, shoot. Maybe... I mean, that's kind of what Daredevil is, right? Kind of, yeah. Batman minus all the gadgets. Got to yeah. the gadget. Uh, and he's blind. But, um, and he doesn't have a billion dollars. <laughs> right, right. Uh, there's also a funny moment when they're fighting in Frogman's lair, in Leapfrog's lair, um, where they're discussing how he would be able to, to get away with this legally. And like, you know, she was like, we could, we could plea insanity. And Matt's like, I don't know. I mean, that's, that would be okay, but maybe like a PTSD. And I was just like, this is funny. They, they're like having this <laughs> law discussion in the middle of like fighting all of these goons. Um, man. One of them is like, is the devil ninja a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's such a good episode. Um, so let's kind of fast forward to the where you think the episode's going to end. Um, Jen gets home. She lays down. Her phone rings. Basically, you find out, oh, episode's not over. She still has to go to the gala. Jen even makes a point to say, "Uh uh-oh, we only have one more episode, and we're doing the gala this episode. So Nikki comes over to help, and my favorite part of the episode is when Nikki jumps out from behind the corner and unsheaths her claws, which are all of the makeup <laughs> brushes, in a very Wolverine fashion. I thought that was fun. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. not a Wolverine. I don't know why. It didn't have anything to do with the episode or anything going on. But, I mean, other than maybe it was like a Hugh Jackman coming back for Wolverine maybe. nod. Um, Though I, I do want to talk about Nikki. For, yep. for one thing that circulated <laughs> on the interwebs. Sure. Do we want to talk about that now? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Did y'all see this? So, so someone so someone uh, put out a clip where there's a moment. Who is Nikki sitting by? I can't remember. I can't remember. And it's also zoomed in on her. It's so. like zoomed in on her. So she's at a desk sitting by someone. And then she looks directly at you in the camera and has this smile but it's just like Agatha. And then they zoom in more and you can see this little pendant on like her necklace. That's the same as Agatha's. So it's like, who is Nikki really? Is Nikki potentially like 
a witch or Agatha or someone else, or is this just a nod or just something? I don't know. She's just a fun gal who loves funky jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> but See, it's just this like is, this part. I was like, is she about to betray Jen? Right. Because the vibes felt so weird in that scene. And then it she did. disappeared and then she came back and she just had a makeup stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Yay. But it's just that whole moment of seeing her, like, as she just kind of like looks at you, like looks at the camera and like she's, and does like the whole smile. Like it's like the same vibe as Agatha. Mm. What's going on it's there? Just... I, Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. It didn't help when I looked up, uh, is Nikki Agatha, the first thing that popped up was a bunch of Nicki Minaj pictures and a bunch of pictures <laughs> of Agatha. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, no, not what I'm looking for. Oh, um, Nikki. Okay, well, I'm into it. I'm into the idea that <laughs> it's actually Agatha all along again, um, because... <laughs> Of all of the characters that we've seen, there's only one character that has been in every episode alongside Jen, and it's Nikki. I mean, we even had like two episodes where Pug wasn't, he didn't even show up. He's been in the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nikki's the only one that I believe is in every episode. So well, Pug was at the, the desk or the table. Yeah, yeah, in this one, yeah. For this one, yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now I want to go back and see, like, does she have the pendant anywhere I, else? I got to, right? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. We derailed from this episode. But. <laughs> no, I mean, trying to figure out what happens next week. Um, before I forget and before we get too far, speaking of the lily pad, when we're outside the lily pad <laughs> and you see the big neon lights, um, you can see the QR code for your new free comic. It is hanging on a like electric pole, just like a piece of paper on the electric <laughs> pole. And uh, yeah, so scoop up your free comic, She-Hulk number nine. Um nice. Uh, one more thing before we kind of wrap up the gala. Um, she brings up Red Hulk, mm-hmm. which is really fascinating. So that, I guess, finishing up, we're at the gala, where I thought I was under the impression, like, and and may, may just, I thought, was it not? Did she not believe like she was getting the award? Was it like? thought it was just a special award for her but she thinks she's getting the award but yeah, it looks like a bunch of people are getting the award but it's yeah yeah um there's a couple red hulk nods here um she says it out loud she's yeah she says it what was the other ones and then when the emergency lights are flashing uh yeah and it's like See, flashing between her as green hulk and her yeah. as red hulk and there is a red she hulk so hmm. i don't know if we're going to get i don't know if we're ever going to get red hulk because that's ross is red hulk so right and i and i don't really know the status since the actor passed away who played him i, I don't know 
We don't know if Harrison DMCs. Ford's been officially cast yet. Right. But that's who we know who they're <laughs> interviewing. <laughs> so the the status is still, you know, the official status, I'll say, is still blank. Um, so I, I don't know if we're going to get a Red Hulk or if we're going to instead get a Red She-Hulk. We will get a Red something at some point. Maybe in the um, finale. Maybe. But also, we still don't know who took her blood. We still don't know what they've done with her blood. We still don't know who all is a part of that group. Yeah, we just get this video, which is really weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, super creepy. And then, like, the two guys that have, like, the mask, which are the masks that they were wearing were kind of red. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that could be another indicator, like King Hulk is Red Hulk. Or Hulk King, can't remember. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm also, like, just because I recently reread the Wastelander series and Old Man Logan, part of me was like, what if, what if it's Maestro? Which is, like, other universe smart hulk basically hmm. um i don't know i don't know and i don't know that it's good that we are, we have one episode left and it feels <laughs> like there's a whole season worth of stuff that needs to happen um so i guess we'll find out if any of it is answered or not. I hope it's answered, and I hope it's answered well. <laughs> Another leapfrog fun fact. In the comics, within his first trial, Foggy's his lawyer. Oh. So in that trial, he gets his uh, spring shoes, and he jumps out the window to try to escape and breaks his legs. So kind of similar wow. nod to like Which, this yeah, one. That's what happens. He kind of jumps out and breaks his legs. <laughs> I uh, I like when they do stuff like that. Just you know, because like let's be let's be honest, we don't need Leapfrog to be a main MCU villain. No. So it's nice. It's nice that they gave him his his spotlight here. Um. <laughs> I I really, really, really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. I am very nervous for next week's episode. <laughs> because I feel like I'm going to be let down. Don't but say that. It's going to be awesome. Know, I, I this is be, pessimism. I want to be positive. <laughs> I do. I want to be positive. But I feel like the last couple series have been positive going to the last episode and then by the end, I'm like, you didn't answer anything. You left me with even more questions than you started. Did either at least? You... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Did either of you spot the billboard for Rogers the Musical? No, no. but that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, they're touring LA. That's sweet. <laughs> it's, behind, it's behind Daredevil when he's talking with Jen. 
Perfect. Where is it? Gotta say it. (laughs) Where is Rogers the Musical? Can't keep teasing us and not. Yeah, at this point, just make it. Right. Just make it. You wrote one incredible song for it that (laughs) I love with my whole heart, with all of its stupid lyrics. Right. Just do more. Do more. Like 20 more, and then you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Do y'all know the reference when Jen says, I'm getting fridged? Yes, I do know that reference. No. Wait, do I need to explain it now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, so here it goes. So being fridged is when a female character is uh, injured or more frequently killed in order to motivate a male character in a work of fiction. So we actually see it uh, in reference in the same way in uh, Deadpool 2, spoiler alert. Uh, Even in the opening credits, I got the thing like, did they just fridge Vanessa? (laughs) because they uh, they did basically, hmm. and so yeah, it is an extremely common practice. Oh, and I just saw this somewhere in like this the like scene that it's referencing is, um, it's from a comic, isn't it? It's uh ah oh, man, where did I see this? I don't know why I saw this, but I just saw this recently. There's like mm-hmm. a comic a green, book character. Is it Green Lantern? It's Green Lantern, and it's his wife, right? girlfriend his girlfriend yeah and she gets killed and stuffed into a fridge and then he comes home and that's how he finds her that's messed up that is pretty messed up yeah there are shelves in there (laughs) um weird i know are we gonna talk about the the walk of shame we we have to are you kidding (laughs) (laughs) like Okay, I spent the whole episode like, come on, you two. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here rooting for the both of you. And then they hooked up. So exciting. I hope that it is in some way, shape, form, or fashion returned to in the future. Like, I wouldn't care if they ended this series with them being like, oh, we're opening up a new practice <laughs> in New York that we want you to run, Jen. Mm-hmm. She's like, perfect. Perfect. But yeah. The walk of shame was just excellent. Him just flopping around with his bare feet, carrying his little boots. I loved it so much. Says hello. He's still pleasant. Yeah, just super <laughs> nice. And uh, Nikki is like, there's like a devil outside. <laughs> Doing the walk of shame. <laughs> yes. I loved them. I thought that uh, Tatiana Maslany and Charlie Cox had great chemistry. They played off each other so well. And so it just, it only makes sense for them to continue to bring these two characters together and for them to eventually yeah. have monster babies. Lawyer babies. <laughs> lawyer monster babies, because they will be green and tall, but they will also be lawyers. And devilish. Yeah. And devilish. <laughs> so question is, is Murdoch still around? You know, this big gala is going, you would expect like he would be there, right? Um. Yeah, and they do have some chemistry. So just seeing She Hulk kind of go into like savage She Hulk or just going crazy like that was that was an missed opportunity. I think. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if we're gonna get him again. It kind of seemed like that was his out. Right? Is like, oh, he's (laughs) got to go back to New York. He's gone. Um, but I wanted to talk about the implications of Jen losing her cool mm-hmm. because are we now getting to like, does she, could she possibly have another 
I don't really know what you call Hulk. Like mm-hmm. another personality, another being within her, much like Bruce and Hulk. Right. Or did she just lose her cool and the fact that she's she Hulk, she has, you know, superpowers. But it does kind of seem like maybe she like lost a little bit when she gets outside and all the people show up with guns, which I assume is to the damage control damage people. Damage control. Yeah. Um it's hmm. crazy how fast they showed up. Right. Seems a little bit set up y, but they're also in Los Angeles, so they've got I feel like they've got police mm-hmm. everywhere and very fast response time. Unless mm-hmm. it's like the Hulk King or his team that have called them ahead like mm-hmm. they knew this would happen. Part of me thought like Okay, maybe they got there so fast because like there are so many of these like I don't know what you want to call inhuman super powered mm-hmm. issues going on in LA that maybe they are more like the police force and they're just out patrolling and they just happen to be there at the gala because they knew She Hulk was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen them this whole season, and then the one time that she loses mm-hmm. her cooler there, so it's like oh I don't know. We don't really know if they're good or bad. I mean, based yeah. on Miss Marvel, they're not the best. So they could be related to Hulk King. Hmm. And this does, it does feel to me like she just lost her cool. Not that she's got a secret bad Hulk thing happening. Because we've, we've seen this kind of as an arc in the show. That she talks about how much she's had to control her anger her entire life. And so here we see it finally manifest because what was done to her was so gross and despicable. Like, mm-hmm. you can't hold that back. And she's got the ability to do something about it. Right. And she she wrecked a screen. Who wouldn't if somebody was projecting a very inappropriate video of you on a large screen and you mm-hmm. could smash it? You'd smash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that she's... Her actions were warranted. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So, I'm interested. Is she going to have to stand trial in the finale? And she has to say, like, my actions were warranted, basically. Yeah, I mean, maybe. If there was one episode for the season that I would be okay with not having anything to do with a courtroom, it would be the next episode. Because there's just, there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. There's so many threads that need to be tied together <laughs> to at least lead us to whatever's next. Yeah. That I, boy, oh boy, they better not <laughs> just leave it and call uh, it a day. Where is this going, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just oh, kind of waiting. Goodness. Like, if she, quote unquote, has to go to like jail or however you want to say it, and she gets one phone call, who's she calling? Because, you know, she's tried calling Bruce again and can't right. get a hold of him. Right. Well, and also she, like, the episode basically ends with her looking at us, I assume, right? Like, mm-hmm. we assume she's looking at us as the viewer in kind mm-hmm. of, like, shock and disbelief. Yeah. But, like, she could also be looking at someone that we don't know who's there. I'm, You know, part of me thought, like, okay, if the next episode's, like, a law episode, they're going to make her go to some sort of like anger management and she's going to end up at abominations 
ranch <laughs> and yeah that will be like where the the like season ends with her having to go through anger management with Emil. She'll be looking at her parents. Her parents were there with her. Yeah, true. And everyone's kind of running out terrified. Like, mm-hmm. is it this like our is her family terrified or is like I don't know. Yeah. Too many questions. <laughs> Marvel. Too many questions. Uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely join us next week for the exciting and hopefully riveting conclusion of She-Hulk, uh, where they surprise us with surprise, eight more episodes coming in two weeks. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so if you haven't already, Go listen to last week's episode. See if you can answer the riddle and enter yourself for a chance to win the zombie Morbius pop. If you have already answered the riddle, hope you got it right. (laughs) And uh, I will announce it on our social media tomorrow, which is Friday for you. And I guess technically it's Friday for us too, but today's Thursday. Um, So tomorrow I will announce if anyone won uh, by the evening and if no one is one then keep your eyes out because we'll do a pool of two pops uh, being auctioned not auctioned whatever being offered as a prize uh, in a couple weeks so keep your eyes peeled for that um, also we are going to be posting our shoe designs on our social media so keep checking our social media for those and uh, let's talk about our question for this week um my question for you dear viewer listener i guess you could watch it we're on youtube there's no video but um (laughs) my question is going to be if you could pick one sort of like b-list supervillain from a comic to show up in a series like she hulk uh not as like a main villain but just you know, a goofy villain that you'd like to see, who would it be? That's be the question for this week. So, hmm. I would also say, don't forget, Werewolf by Night comes out tomorrow. That's right, Disney Plus. That's right. So, keep your podcasting ears open for our Werewolf by Night episode. Um, ready for a spooky season and hopefully some more exciting Marvel content. That does it for this week. Unless you guys have anything else. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, so to leave you, I will just say that hopefully it wasn't, or hopefully it was, I guess, depending on how you want this season to end. Agatha all along. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.